Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hello. Hey, how are you? It is a cold one out. Yes, I think my car said 10 degrees. Yeah. That's crazy. No kidding. Very crazy. It's been very cold this whole week. Right. I think At we're least getting, the sun's out. Yeah. I think we're getting snow though, I heard. Really? Mm-hmm. And Monday, you're taking Tuesday. a little trip. I know. I think it's is coming next week. Is there snow there? I, you know. You need to check. <laughs> That's you a need really to check question. what you're driving into, girl. Exactly. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, that'll be a nice little yeah. Valentine trip. Yes. Not even packed, but we're going to get there. Yeah. All we're you got to do there. is this podcast and go home and pack, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Aw. All right. So we got something we want to talk about. Yeah. And it is for the parents. Yep. This is for all you parents out there. Yeah, so grab a pen. Yes. And we write it down. Know that this is coming from a place of our hearts. Yes. Place and of love. Yes. But listen, y'all need to hear it. Yeah. Yes. And it's been on my heart for weeks now. Mm-hmm. So um, heavy. It's heavy. Because you and I see a lot of um, young kids and there's this spirit of depression and anxiety. Oh, it's terrible on these kids. Um, almost that they feel defeated. Um, this lack of motivation. Yeah. And um, we as parents need to support. We need to encourage. We need to uplift. We love. need to give them hope. Yes, love. all out of love. Because, I mean, just look at everything that has happened in this last year. You know, and these poor kids, I feel bad for them, honestly. And I, and I thank God that my daughter and one of yours is out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but these kids having to, you know, do hybrid learning, then virtual, then in school, then back to virtual. I mean, it's, that's a lot. And not being able to be with their friends yeah. and... The you know. isolation just com- oh. it compounded their yes, lack of motivation did. and their depression yeah. and anxiety. It's just compounded yeah. it. Yeah, and I even had um, a, a young client today just saying, you know, she's just trying to time manage, you know, because she's in, she's in college online, uh-huh. and she's like, I just want to be in the classroom just so I could be with other people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we kind of brainstormed some ways that she can get out there. Actually, um, actually she's gonna meet Vivi next Friday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and she needs some friends and she wants to go to a new church and she's just, she's trying whatever she can just to, just to get out there. Yes. Because anxiety and depression is a thing for her. Yeah, a lot of the youth, and it's sad to see. It mm-hmm. really is. Um, but there's a lot that can be done about it. And 
I'm just, at home. Yes, I'm going to be a little harsh here, but a lot of it falls on the shoulders of the parents. Yes, it does. It really does. Because here's, here's what came to me is that we have years of experience. We're in our 40s, 50s. So yeah. we have years of experience that we've learned from, mm -hmm. we grew from, we knew what worked, what what doesn't work, what did work. Yeah. You're, you're talking about 15, 16, 17 year olds where you, you can't just say, oh, just snap out of it. Right. Or, hey, just, just get in the word more or just pray about it. Yeah. Because that that's, that doesn't give them a solution. It, it doesn't. It's a step, but you gotta you gotta show them even in your own actions because we know as little ones they're like sponges, right? But it, what I've seen, it doesn't stop. When they're under your house, they're mm -hmm. still looking at your behaviors, yeah. your tone, your yeah. attitude, your well, actions. Well, the parents are giving the kids. I don't care how old they are they are the example of yes. what a woman is and what a man is what a what a mother is what a father is yes you know what what does marriage look like mm -hmm. so parents like you're responsible for this because you are the living example of 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 all of those roles right to these kids and and you're the only thing that they that they are pointed toward on how to be a man, how to be a woman, how to be a father, a mother, how to be a married couple. How do you operate in that? And they're they're sponging that up, yes. like we said, even the little ones. Yes, and they're all the way up to 15, 16, 17. Teenagers, 20s. Yes. Yes. So just some key notes to think about as we go through like a list of things to to be aware of, to change, to implement, is that exactly what you said, that you are the example, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. um, Don't blame it on anybody else. Yes. Because you are it. Yeah. And remember, they're made up of you yeah. and your spouse. Yeah. So if you're getting mad at them at a particular behavior, stop and ask yourself, do I? Did I, I teach them? Did, did I, I teach them that behavior? Yeah, do I act like that? Do I mm -hmm. say that? Yeah. Because I mean, I even noticed that in my own house where I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. she, she sounds just like me. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, oh hey. my goodness, I noticed that all the time with, with uh, Taylor. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I got to stop and think, Oh my goodness! <laughs> and, like, cor and correct it though, yeah. and then say, you know what? That's not a habit that I I like in myself, yeah. and it's probably not the best mm -hmm. reaction or behavior. So, be be aware of it. That might be something that I didn't want you to pick up, right? <laughs> and I'll work on myself. And you know, even for those older, the older kids, like I've said to Taylor you know, as she's getting ready to launch into marriage and home ownership and, you know, starting her life on her own with her, with her new husband-to-be, I always say, you know, take the good that you learned from me and dad, take mm -hmm. that with you, mm -hmm. leave the bad behind, yes, and create your own, yes, you know. So with that said, Parents are not perfect. Uh, we didn't get a manual we're, when they were born. Right. We're not perfect people. No. 
you're going to make mistakes, yeah. but it's what are you going to do with that? Right. Are you going to correct those mistakes? Mm -hmm. Are you going to make some changes? Yeah. Don't get overwhelmed. Pick up a few things that you notice until those become a habit and then pick up some more. So don't listen to this and we might have to make this into two podcasts. Sure. Don't feel defeated or like, oh my, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with so many things I'm doing wrong. That's okay, because there's always steps to be better and to make changes. Well, and I always say that God gives us a new hour, a new day, a new week, a new month, a new year. Mm -hmm. So he always gives us opportunity to redo. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And just be consistent. Isn't that the key? Yeah. One another key is to be consistent. Even if you're getting, um, what's the word, from the child? Kind of backlash. Yeah. Um, resistance. Yeah, resistance. If you get resistance, if it's something that's biblical and right, you need to continue to press on with it. Because that could be just the enemy trying to, and you know, kids don't like change either. We right. don't like change. Right. So just continue to press on and mm -hmm. persevere. We're commanded to persevere. So you're, you, as a parent, we also have to persevere in that. Yeah. Because you're raising up little citizens and little Christ-minded, yeah. hopefully, um, independent followers of Christ. Right. So, you know, like I always say, when, when you have your eyes on them, you have a responsibility and you want them to be able to have a, also a relationship with Christ because Christ's eyes are always on them. You're not always going to have right. your eyes on them. Right. So you got to be confident as a mom and dad. I did my mm -hmm. best. They they have morals and values and right. they're independent. I can send them off knowing that Christ is, still has his eyes on them. And you know, something else that comes to mind too is that, you know, there I've just seen a lot of parents that when their kids are in middle school and high school, they kind of wash their hands. And they say, you know what, I'm done. Like, yeah. they're teenagers, let them do what they want to do and, and let them go about their business, whatever. Don't do that, parents. Worst. That is so damaging. Like, these kids, they still need you in yes. their lives. They need direction. Yes. Even, you know, listen, we went through some teenage years um, just with attitude. They need you even more at that time yeah. because then they go search for the answers on the internet well and the thing about it is is they're going through so much within their bodies they're like they're changing they're trying to figure out their position at school mm -hmm. their position virtually um you know they're trying to figure out if you have um you know a somewhat big family they're trying to figure out what is their position in the family Right. And then the teenagers, they're not grade schoolers anymore, but they're also not adults. Yes. So, I mean, this is hard for them. And honestly, this is the time that they learn about relationships. Yes, it is. Friendships that break, yeah. even in middle school, friendships yes. that, that, that break up and that they see people change and they're treating them differently and yeah. they're... Um, being lied to or they're being betrayed that's already happening and in middle school. And you know what? I've, I've had so many um, so many high schoolers come in and they've had the same group of friends since grade school and then now in ninth, tenth grade 
all of a sudden those that group of friends they're dissipating mm -hmm. they're going their own direction they're doing things that they would have never even thought about doing mm -hmm. and now the group is divided and separated and for some of these kids it's so hurtful and that's what's leading to depression and anxiety because uh -huh. they're like i don't even have a friend group anymore right so you know parents have to encourage them yeah. to find other ways of building friendships and you know it'd be good to have that talk too with them about that this could happen so they're not blindsided yeah just be like you know what honey in middle school there's a there could be a lot of pettiness that come around right. a lot of the girls are changing i said um, hopefully your friends stay the same and you know they they still see Christ and they're good to be around yeah and they can be in your circle but don't yeah. be surprised because people change yeah people change um, there's no I always say this there's there's necessary endings yeah. in all stages of life so when they're getting ready to start middle school have that talk yeah no have kidding. that talk about or high school starting high school yeah so some things we want to go through, um, so those are some key points to remember um, that you're not perfect, Yeah. your children are you, <laughs> yeah. what else did we say? You're setting the example. You're the example. Yeah. So keep these in mind as we go through these. But um, one thing I wanted to point about, you know, we started out with saying that this, this spirit of depression and doubt and anxiety mm -hmm. th that mm -hmm. we see these kids see here's the thing this is why this has stemmed up is that parents will bring their kids to us and they're saying hey we have seen a lot of kids lately she's dealing you know she or he is dealing with the anxiety and depression mm -hmm. and I don't know what to do and they they're just not coming out of through. the room right so but it's been heavy on my heart that what are the what are the parents what what kind of root of things do they have deep rooted that's yes. leaking out into uh -huh. their kids uh -huh. that they haven't dealt with yeah because you know it, it always it it's interesting to me now this is not every case but it's interesting to me that when parents have junk of their own that they won't come to counseling but they'll send their kids and it all starts with the parents. Absolutely. So what does that tell you? Absolutely. So this is really looking inward. Mm -hmm. Not Humbling. all of these issues will be something that you have to tackle, but there could be a few here and there, but really do it, do the changes for your children and for yourself. Yeah. Like, do you love your child with all your heart, soul, and mind? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that alone should motivate you to want to make some mm -hmm. changes that need to be made. And it's not that you need to be a helicopter parent with your kids, but you have to stay in their life. You have to give them direction and guidance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's loving them and loving them well by yeah. doing that. You know, oh. you have to be engaged in with their friends or what they're doing after school mm -hmm. you know and i get it like so many parents both parents have to work and right now you know both parents have to be 
at a job and not at home, but leaving your kids at home, you know, for eight hours, especially grade schoolers and middle schoolers. They could find some trouble in eight hours. <laughs> yeah, especially if they're virtual. Right. And they're having to be on a computer. Mm. Not a good idea. Right. Not right. a good idea. Right. So you have to love them. Yeah. So first thing is what I'm finding is I was wrestling with trying to think about this depression anxiety they have like what is the source i mean i really was talking to the lord like what am i missing what am i missing what what is happening why is this happening and it really did focus back to the parents being an example and mm -hmm. given this support and he also gave to me that look they're they're children yeah they're children they they're not adults they haven't had all those experiences um they don't have the faith that we developed over all these years due to experiences, but also that it's damaging when you call them lazy. This is something I picked up on and it yes. was confirmed by an, a young adult that yes. when you, it, it'll, it appears that they're lazy. So that's the word we want to use, yeah. the, the lack of motivation. Right. But it's a deeper um, debilitating like. It's a hurt. Um, yes. And it's, it's a depression that doesn't give them any motivation to do. But mm -hmm. so if they're surrounded in a home where they're not being encouraged or just um, name called all the time. Yeah, that 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 defeats. That's not helping. It's def it's it's defeating them. Yeah, because you know what? What you speak out, they're going to believe. Yes. So I mean, if you're sitting there calling them names, lazy, stupid, whatever name yeah. you come up with, um, they're taking that in and it's cutting right to their heart. Yeah, and if you're not an advocate for them. Oh, for sure. Who, who, you've who's lost who's all, gonna be? Right, you've lost trust yeah. that they had for you. Yeah. So you have to make sure that when they come to you and they tell you things or you've discovered things, uh -huh. that you handle it in the right way yeah. and not explosive or demeaning yes that's all crucial because that tells them whether you're open for them to tell you anything and that you unconditionally yeah. love them so hear me out you need to constantly let them know that they're open that you're open to for them to tell you anything mm -hmm. and they will still be unconditionally loved yes and you need to love your child maybe not their sin yeah you may be disappointed they may have done something that was sinful right but jesus loved sinners yeah you're a sinner yeah. i'm a sinner yeah. we're all sinners yeah. and you know when you put yourself in your child's shoes mm -hmm. can you really say you wouldn't have done that or you would have made a different choice or back when you were young that's the thing you what wouldn't did, have done what did that you do parents when you were teenagers it may not have been the exact same but i'm right. sure you've done some sins you need to really yep. put yourself in your child's shoes but more importantly you have to be open to let them know they can come to you because if mm -hmm. they're not coming to you they're going to find somebody to get comfort yeah and 
um, encouragement from, and it may not right. be the right person, or the right, uh, or it's not going to be the right group of people. Yes, which we've seen that. Yeah. So, you know. so choose your words. Do not ever call them lazy. That defeats them, um, and it's demeaning. You don't want to call names. Period. No, it's demeaning. You, the Lord wouldn't want you to call call names, and if you're calling names. Uh, you need to check your spirit because it, are, are you and your spouse calling each other names? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe that's where they're picking it up. And maybe they're being disrespectful to you because they see, you know, they see parents calling each other names. Yes. And again, put yourself in yeah. your child's shoes. Do you want to be called lazy when you're battling anxiety and depression and right some some children we see have suicidal attempts and Absolutely. that's that is something you want to take serious you never want to make them feel like it's not real or that they're really not going to do that or yeah. that that they're just trying to seek attention yeah well if they are you need to figure out why they're still trying to seek attention then yeah. what what needs to be corrected then yeah or i mean do you need to just take them to the to your regular family doctor and just get get them checked. I mean, maybe they maybe they have you know something going on medically. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've got chemical issues or yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I've always said and taught that you cannot take anyone's feelings away. You can't no, say, they don't, "Oh, you're you not feeling know, that." Yeah, there's no you don't reason. Own them. Their feelings are theirs. Yeah, just like your feelings right. are your feelings. So Absolutely. How would that feel if you came to your spouse and said, "I'm just feeling so like drained and overwhelmed and defeated"? No, you don't. And then your spouse no, you says, "No, you don't." Yeah, no. Just, just you know, snap out of it. Suck it up, Get buttercup. Over it. Yeah, that's not good. No. So. Think about that when you're talking to your children. Yeah. Try to find the underlying reason. Why are they depressed and anxiety? What can I do? Ask mm -hmm. them, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing wrong? Am I making it better or worse? Ask them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, get them in counseling if they're not talking sure. to you. And then sometimes we have to bring the parents in right. um, to talk to them as well. But definitely make it an open door that look no matter what you tell me i will always love me love you you're yes. my child there's nothing that you can do that would you take know, away that yes, love yes absolutely because mm -hmm. there's an acronym that a pastor told me um describing the love that is actually at my father's funeral he described the love that he saw and heard that my dad had for all his children mm. and it was love unconditionally, mm -hmm. intentionally, and sustaining. Mm -hmm. Love unconditionally, intentionally, sustaining. And that's my dad's name, Luis, L-U-I-S. So that's how we need to love. That's mm -hmm. how the Heavenly Father loves us. Sure. Unconditionally, he's an intentional and he'll yeah. always be sustaining. Yeah. So um, we kind of touched on this one. It's a big one. We didn't have this as an issue when we were growing up, the internet, where we are a society that wants quick answers. And yeah. your children, if you are not there teaching them and giving them answers to even some very difficult topics, yeah. they will find the answer. Ooh, you know, I could talk all day on this one. 
because I have seen some very damaging things that have happened to kids because parents are not controlling screen time. Yeah. And they, you know, these kids are talking to who knows who mm-hmm. on the internet and... Um, or what they're looking at. What they're looking at. And just remember, parents, you know, whatever they are looking at or listening to, I described this the other day to a parent. It's like taking like a sharp odd object to a piece of wood it's engraving in their Mm. minds Mm. those those terrible things that they are seeing and hearing and those just don't go away and who's there next to them saying that's wrong that you shouldn't that that's that's degrading that's not what god taught nobody's there telling them that so they're continuing to look at that and seek that they know subconsciously this is probably not right yeah but that's how the enemy works but they're going to suck your kids right in absolutely and i um i read a statistic about oh i don't know a month ago um and it said that this is scary this is scary. Mm-mm. It said um, that porn is such a problem that kids start at age eleven. Wow! Watching porn. So here's wow. my here's my question: Like parents, do you know what your kids are doing on the computer or the iPad or their phone? And you know what I've learned that is even sicker about porn is that it is. Um, funding sex trafficking. Yes, and it child is. Yeah, trafficking. That is disgusting. And let's just have let's just let's just note this, okay? Because every time parents or students that you click on something porn related, you are funding that. Mm. And let me also say that there is sex trafficking in this area that we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. I personally had a client that's whose daughter was sex trafficked mm-hmm. in this area, mm-hmm. gone for three days. Wow. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, come on, you guys, you have to be careful what your kids are doing on Facebook. Yes. Which I don't think they should have it, but I realize they have to have it for school, too. Um or what they're doing on the internet or, you know, it's just, it's, you cannot trust the world with your kids. Right. That's what you're doing if you don't have, you know, so that goes to my third point. Um, number three, that you have to have hard talks of the world's pitfalls and sins. Yeah. So, you know what? Ask your kids, hey, have you, have you ever been exposed to porn on the internet? Yeah. Come out and ask them. Yeah. Have the talk. Ask the questions. Ask them. Say, even if it wasn't here, were you at a friend's house and right. they showed you something? And, you know, you'll know if your kids are lying or not. Because you know what? Here's Hopefully a, they'll be honest. Right. And here's the thing. Would you allow your kids to go to a house that... And I get that some people are for guns, but would you allow them to go to a house that there was no control over firearms? 
like they're just out and about I mean would you allow your would you allow your mm -hmm. kids to do that because that's what you're allowing when it comes to the internet the internet mm -hmm. is just as harmful <clears throat> yeah so when you ask them this you want to make sure you are prepared Mm -hmm. for a response mm -hmm. do not show them a condemning attitude oh no or the disappointment on your face right and you got to watch that you you really have to be ready because they are very observant and mm -hmm. this has been confirmed all week with conversations i've had that your tone oh my and your goodness, demeanor yeah, yeah is huge for them that'll either that'll make shut or, them down yeah it'll, i was gonna say it'll either make or break the conversation yes and and if you lose them right there mm -hmm. you'll never get them back yeah so make sure that you're not showing it in your attitude your tone your facial expressions mm -hmm. um that you're utterly disappointed what they just said right be prepared yeah when you have these really tough conversations and then to know I find you know especially when they're in the teenage um, it's it's better to discipline by asking them questions yeah, because you're not like a dictator you're yeah. more of like I'm here to help you yeah and I want I want my child to recognize they're wrong right on and, their own and, and see if they could come up with the answers to those to those questions it's not that you're grilling them uh -huh. but you're asking in in loving ways to get them to think yeah like do like, you think that is wrong like, yeah it didn't make me i felt guilty okay what should we do about that exactly is this something that you can or you're not able to control is it addicted you yeah. do you know what addiction is you know and yeah. just kind of go into a a, a, a uh -huh. learning and teaching opportunity but also to say well what should we do to protect you yes what what do you feel we need to put in place as parents um, to help you through this mm -hmm. especially you know if they're going over to friends house and right. doing things they shouldn't be doing on the internet you know see this kind of goes to my role as a as a when my kids were young is that I didn't just look at the child they hang out with, I got to know the parents. Oh yeah, absolutely. This just, this just goes full circle now that yeah. this hit me in my head that it's all on the parents and I must have always known that because yeah. I would get, I would talk to the parent, get to know them, who they are, yeah. how they actually treated each other, yeah. husband yeah. and wife. Yeah, and who is living in their house. Because that determines how their child is gonna act. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we did the same thing, you know. Um, if I didn't know the parents and I didn't know them well, um, my daughter wasn't allowed to go over there. Now, mm -hmm. their kids could come over. Uh -huh, I correct. wanted to see how, how other people's kids behaved in somebody else's home. Mm -hmm. If I didn't like it, that kid wasn't coming over again. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, this is where you need to also be transparent and be supportive to where if you had struggles when you were young mm -hmm. or you have examples of um, trials you had in your own life to say, look, I, I understand, or, you know, this is what I struggled with when I was young. I, you know, had a problem with 
stopped eating or I was mm. so I was concerned about my body and exercise or name whatever it is yeah. that you struggle with because yeah. then they know you're real right you're not perfect yeah and it opens the door for them to be real communication and open don't sit here and be like you're perfect and they can't open up to some of their weaknesses right um, communication is so important with your kids yeah if you're not you know you can't just ask your kids um, you know, open-ended questions. How was school? Fine. Right. No, you got to dig a little bit deeper. Yeah, I. that goes to one of them. Um, at dinner time, we would always ask, what is one good thing that happened today? Is yeah. What is one bad thing? Yeah. But here's the key. We went around the whole table. Yeah. Because mom and dad had to say, well, yeah. this is what was good and this is what was right. bad. You're teaching them just by asking them those two questions mm -hmm. about adulthood, too. Yeah. Like, well, today I had to, I had to fire someone, you know, and then yeah. you, you talk about it, it and how hard it was. But I got through it because I know it was the best thing for mm -hmm. the company, blah, 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 blah. Right. But don't just... It's not a one-way street. No. It's not a one-way street. Engage so, with your children. And that always got the conversation going up because you're right. Kids will say, how was your day? Oh, it was good. Yeah. Well, Fine. What, what was good about it? Yeah. What was bad about it? Mm -hmm. um, and then I also always probed and asked about, because lunchtime is when they can be social. So I'd always say, lunchtime is, is the social <laughs> yeah. time. Like that is, that is where they're discovering their position yes. in society. So I would be like, well, who'd you sit with at lunch yeah, today? So oh, so-and-so and so-and-so. Oh, how are, how's life with them? What'd they talk about? Mm -hmm. Oh, mom, they, they were not talking about something that was really nice. And that's yeah. how you're also learning how your child is developing. Yeah. Are they still recognizing the things that are bad right. and immoral? Right. Or are they talking, saying, oh, yeah, so-and-so was talking about blah, 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 and, and then think it's normal. You can right. pick up on all those things. Yeah just by asking them questions and conversations about um, who they sat with lunch with and what they were talking about mm -hmm. and what's going on in their own home life. Right. Um, wow, those are... I, guess I know, we have like so much more to talk about because I also want to talk about showing emotions in front of your children. Mm -hmm. You know, I think maybe we could do that next time because that's... That's also another one that I've come up against with in counseling where, you know, I have gotten some calls from parents that say, I really need to get my kid in there because, like, they've shut down. They, they're not showing any emotion at all. Right. You know, so I like to talk about that maybe in a part two of Yeah, we might need to make a part parents. two, three. It's it's yeah. a pretty long list the Lord gave me just some ran just all my thoughts. I, I just wrote them all down and again we we weren't perfect parents no. but um we certainly want to pass on knowledge to other homes out yeah, there. Yeah, because you know, I, I have to say that we are blessed with the kids that we have and they are good kids, you know. Um, we've we've maybe had a little bit of trial in in high school, but that was attitude. Um, but I have to say, 
the Lord has blessed mm -hmm. us for sure. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So maybe we could share some more of our... Yeah, we'll have a to-be-continued parents. Yeah. Yeah, let's We're going to keep talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this would be a good time. If you all have questions, mm -hmm. send us questions to our email. Yeah, ask the counselors, counselors at, at gmail.com. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good one. And then we can touch base on it. Um, but yeah, there's quite a bit we want to we wanna discuss. So hopefully you got some things in this that you can start implementing in your home. Right. Um, and again, don't get overwhelmed. It's, it's just consistency in, right. in picking, one or, picking one or two things. Because this is one last note. Kids will notice when you make change and they'll notice when you stop. Yeah. So if you start making a good change and you get defeated, uh -huh. what are you teaching them? That's, that's right. That's right. So be persevering and consistent. They mm -hmm. will see and they will slowly change themselves. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, All right. we will uh, continue the conversation in a part two. All right, sounds okay. good. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated True Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.